so we up in here for another edition of your mother. This episode is going to be, um, I think this episode is just going to cover black businesses, um, using Master P as a reference point, right? Because, like, is there anything this nigga can't do? This nigga is, like, the hip-hop mogul of the century, right? Actually, this nigga is the hip-hop mogul, right? More so than Jay-Z, Puff Daddy, Russell Simmons, hell, even Byron Allen. This nigga has something. Uh, I think his name is Byron Allen. Yeah, it might be. I don't know. Oh, the nigga that owns the Weather Channel station. Yes, Master P has surpassed all these niggas with no problem, right? Now, he might not be in liquid cash or route valuation may not be um, valued more than most of these guys. But shit, I might be even wrong on that shit. Um, actually. He might have less liquid cash than all these niggas, but collective businesses might be, nigga gotta be like a trillion dollars already, like easily. I'm just giving you the rundown and shit, and then we're gonna talk about black business. Um, Master P started off being a successful drug dealer in New Orleans and Richmond, California, right? He got a $10,000 startup for No Limit Records from his granddad after he died, right? I guess he left him $10,000. Um, which Percy Miller took the $10,000, parlayed it to a record label, uh, signed a whole bunch of second and third rate niggas, and some first rate, right? He had some notables. This nigga was cranking out like 14 records a year for from the from 1996 to about 1999, right? Um, hell, he even went platinum. Fuck everybody else today. He put he released his albums like he released a movie, right? A bootleg movie. Uh, what was it called? I'm about it, about it. Then he came out with um, fuck. What was it? The uh, I got the hookup. The um, the movie Foolish that he paid Eddie Griffin Griffith a million dollars uh, for the screen screenplay. This nigga played on the um, Charlotte Bobcats team. Oh, <laughs> uh, what else? I don't want to leave some shit out. This nigga got the hip-hop chips. He's had his own uh, distribution um, album or a distribution farm where he not only like distribute his own CDs when CDs was popping, but he pressed the motherfuckers up, right? He purchased the actual disc, put the music onto the motherfuckers, then distribute it, right? So... I think Master P is probably valued at $300 million. Um, I don't know how much of that is liquid cash. In the grand scheme of things, it don't even matter. This nigga has been everything from a rapper, a drug dealer, a basketball player, a chip maker, to now a motherfucking top ramen noodle um, manufacturer, right? I might be overstepping it. I don't think he manufactures the noodles. He probably has somebody else do it. However, he is selling them shits, right? It's called hip-hop noodles. Now, there's a lot of things that I tout Master P for. One thing that I actually, like, take away from this nigga. Artistically, he's not really artistically driven, right? Meaning his marketing, uh, from a visual standpoint, 
sometimes it kind of sucks. It's cheesy, tacky, gaudy, whatever the fuck you want to insert, any adjective you want to insert to describe Master P's visual business acumen, marketing acumen, uh, feel free to do so. From their No Limit record album covers, they was cheesy as fuck. Um, even back then, like it was 1998 and the shit still was cheesy. Considering other hip-hop artists' um, CD cover art. The hip-hop chips, the bag of chips. I mean, just the name itself, hip-hop chips or hip-hop noodles. It's just, it's unoriginal. Actually, I'm going to say it is, it's original. Let me take that back. I'm not going to say it's unoriginal. It's very original. Um... I don't think hip-hop needs to be supplanted on every goddamn product you have, though. We know that you're in hip-hop. However, how the fuck some potato chips are hip-hop or some goddamn noodles are hip-hop, like, is beyond me. Last time I checked, potato chips is a, 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 an American white invention, right? And I think noodles come from the Orient world, Far East. So, like, I don't even think Africa... Uh, invented noodles i think that is actually uh, an asian delicatessen dish or whatever the fuck they call it i'm not really the only people that i actually uh associate noodles with is asian people whether it be east asian or west asian i'm not really too keen on africans having any type of claim on noodles and shit so to say that it's a hip-hop noodle that's just a cheesy fucking name right come on peace step it up Especially with marketability. Now, marketability kind of sucks. He's going to get the money off the muscle just being who he is. And people spawn black businesses. And they probably are probably going to be some good potato chips and good noodles, right? But you could probably have a longer reach if you kind of do put more effort into the marketing and the visuals. Because if white people see that corny shit, they'll be like, ah. I'm not buying that shit. If it's a choice between those noodles, top ramen noodles, and instant noodles, I'm going with top ramen noodles every time. Or I'm going with ramen noodles, as we like to call them in the hood. I know there's ramen noodles, but we call them ramen noodles. Um, yeah, niggas is still going to be going for ramen noodles. White people still going to go for ramen noodles. Not only that, they're like fucking a dollar a piece. So you can get like 10 of them shits for $10. Um, actually, no, let me take that back. Them shits is like, you can buy 10 of them shits for a dollar. They're like 10 cents. So, um, aside from them being cost effective and kind of the visuals on them being a little bit more marketable, hip hop noodles just is not marketable. It's like, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know. So anybody that's not black is going to see that shit and associate that with, especially if they, they're racist or they're bigots. They're gonna associate that with an inferiority product, or inferior product, or a nigga product, for lack of better words, some ghetto shit. And I think they're probably gonna be some good quality noodles. However, I don't fucking eat processed food, so I'm probably not gonna buy the shit. Or let me take that back. I don't eat processed shit as much. I damn sure don't go to the grocery store and buy processed shit. Like I might eat McDonald's, Wendy's from time to time. I'm not going to the grocery store where they actually have fruits, vegetables, and shit like that. Like, stuff that I can actually cook and buy some processed shit. It's just stupid. Now, you go to McDonald's, everything's processed. You in, you on the go. If I ever go to a grocery store, I have a little bit of time. I can take my time and buy shit that's of nutrients and value to my body. 
So I'm probably not gonna buy that monkey ass shit. And when I say monkey ass shit, it's processed food, so you know what I'm saying? Anything that's processed, man-made, manufactured, monkey ass shit. So I'm probably not gonna taste it. However, I do applaud Master P trying to get money in every goddamn corner of the market. Now, if this nigga would just start his own Amazon, the black community will be all right. The reason I say this is because, I mean, think about it. Amazon has a gridlock on distributing or distribution and logistics. They're on the heels of FedEx and UPS, right? If you buy an Amazon product, not only do they sell products, but they sell other people's shit. And they they deliver other people's shit. They even cut UPS and FedEx out. Didn't renew the contract. Um, I think it ends at the end of this year officially. So if Master P was actually to start his own Amazon type company, that would be a good look. Because he can actually not only sell his products, but he can sell other black people's products. And that would take money away from Jess Bezos. Not all the money, but some of the money. Um, so like how Jay-Z did with Tidal. While Tidal isn't like the biggest streaming platform, it is rivaling um, AT&T or Amazon services or Verizon services or um, iTunes services or any other streaming services you can name, right? Spotify, shit like that, right? He's cut into their profit. And because he sells exclusive content that you can't get on other streaming platforms, yeah, he's actually supplanted himself officially in the streaming platform world. So I think if Master P was to do the same shit, he would do the same shit. Um, even though, don't get it fucked up, I, I'm just putting this out there in the cosmos. Uh, I don't think that Percy Miller has not thought about this shit, so I, it would not be surprising if he actually did what I'm saying he should do. But I commend him. I really do. I commend him. Um, because my nigga, you are cutting into Lay's potato chips profits. You you have cut into the hip hop market. You have cut into hell. He even had a clothes Percy Miller clothing. He cut into the uh, apparel world or fashion world, whatever the fuck you want to call it. He cut into um, the processed noodle industry, right? Uh, I'm just waiting for this nigga to make sodas. Um, another tennis shoe because I think he had a tennis shoe too. His shit was kind of trash though. Um, but I'm waiting for him to do sodas, another tennis shoe, and an Amazon like distribution company. And I'm also looking forward to Master P doing the same thing Jay Z did with Title selling exclusive content, picking up all these artists from the graveyard and even some new artists so that they do not get pimped out by these white uh, con conglomerate companies. Um, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Him, Akon, Jay-Z, Russell Simmons, I have to say, you know what I'm saying? They try to do their best to actually propel the black population, the black community with services and products, right? If you would just, you know what I'm saying, focus your attentions on them if you're black, 
we as black people will be a lot more better off because like black businesses work like this. If you support a black business, the bigger they get, the more stuff you consume by them, they're able to actually expand opportunity with more jobs or uh, more services, which are going to need more people, which are in terms going to give more jobs. Um, think about it. People buy Aquafresh and Colgate toothpaste. If people bought that shit less, they wouldn't actually have um, as many manufacturing companies to make the toothpaste. So they would, in terms, be able to, they, they, they'd be giving out less opportunity. But because people buy that toothpaste more so than any other toothpaste out there, Sensodyne and all that shit combined, they'd probably open up manufacturing companies over in fucking Singapore, right? It's probably a Chinese person or Asian motherfucker or even an African motherfucker brushing their teeth for Colgate or Aquafresh. So, and if I'm not mistaken, some of them toothpaste companies, it had more than one toothpaste brand, right? If I'm not mistaken, Colgate or Crest, I think they're the same fucking company, right? Just two different brands. So, um, yeah. But yeah, I applaud Master P, business acumen. And on top of all that, he I like him more so than Russell Simmons, Jay-Z, um, Russell Simmons, all them niggas. I like him more than all them niggas combined because... He not only like does it and show you, he actually tells you, right? It's one thing for a nigga to make money or service the black community. It's another thing for him to service the black community and try to drop knowledge on you. Like he don't really hoard the information. Jay-Z, he alludes to it. I think Russell Simmons, he speaks on it briefly. I've never heard Puff Daddy talk about black businesses and the, um, you know what I'm saying? The positive outcomes of owning a black business or servicing black people. Uh, I think on, on some real shit, I think Puff Daddy is actually a culture vulture. I think he just takes away from black people and the black culture. Uh, see all his artists, right? All his artists, uh, other than Biggie's estate, niggas is like, they're not millionaires. And if they are, I mean, if you're Faith Evans and you only have a million dollars, but you have a 24 year career, that's not saying much, right? You want to impress me and shit? Your artists that have been producing for you when they were on your label for a substantial amount of time should have, they should have more money. Like Faith Evans should at least have $30 million. I doubt she does. Um, who else was signed to bad boys? Biggie's estate, I think is worth 40 million last time I checked, which was about five years ago. Um, G Depp is in prison. Loon is broke. Who else? Black Rob is broke. Danity came. One of the members was in a hotel in Atlanta prostituting. Um, the band that he made back in 2003 is broke. Um, yeah, pretty much all them niggas is broke. Craig Mack was broke. Now, all these motherfucking artists I named either have hit records or hit albums, right? Or both. So the fact that they're broke shows that this nigga is he's like the white man with black skin right he is out to take rob rape and pillage from a nigga and gives no fucks right he actually follows the business model which is in business let me beat you out of money right uh master p isn't like that master p it's like yo if i eat you gonna eat now what what you do with your bread is up to you but i'm gonna i'm gonna feed you 
Uh, like I don't think I've never heard no complaints of artists on Masterpiece that were on Masterpiece label on No Limit Records. I haven't heard no gripes that yo Pete robbed me and no shit like this. Most of them niggas is pretty much sitting pretty. Uh, Mystico probably would have been sitting pretty, but he went off the reservation. I think he left Master P in 2001 or two, some shit like that, and signed with Interscope or some other big uh, machine label. And you know what I'm saying? He made money. I think the label made more. And then he subsequently was convicted of rape, to which he got out. And while I don't think Mystico was broke, flat broke, he wasn't no millionaire. Uh, that 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 being proof because he actually was struggling for um, a defense attorney in his second rape trial, right? Yes, Mystico was out on bond for rape. I think in 2016 he was accused allegedly of raping a bitch in Louisiana. Um, I'm not gonna say because the nigga was convicted one time that he did this rape because a lot of people throw shit on you if you actually are found guilty. If you're found guilty of murder and you get out. Uh, you're an easy target. Somebody can extort you and say, yo, you killed somebody I know. If the person actually is dead and they finger you, whether you did it or not, it's hard to wiggle out of that shit. So I don't know if, you know what I'm saying, Mr. Cole is actually a rapist. Um, but considering his personality and the songs he did, Danger, I would not be surprised. Um, and any nigga that takes uh, anal sex in payment of $50,000 being stole from him, Nigga affirmatively possibly is a rapist, right? But any in any event, this episode ain't about that. Um, what I'm trying to say is Master P tried to feed this nigga. He left the res, and now he has been left to his own devices. But P does not have uh, a reputation of robbing motherfuckers. So I applaud him. I commend him. And on top of all that, I think if Master P was ever like accused of robbing niggas, he would actually make recompense. He seems like the type of nigga, if you accuse me of raping you or robbing you, I'm talking about economically, right? I'm not talking about physically raping a motherfucker, but he seems like the type of person because he drops knowledge and he tries to actually uh, help black people and he seems like he genuinely has good intentions. I think he will make recompense just to clear that shit up because Master P seems like a dude that's actually built upon principle. Um, and that's what I applaud. I, like I, I, don't, I ain't gonna put him on top 20 like rappers, hip hop rappers of all times and MCs and shit like that. But I would have to give Master P top five hip-hop moguls of the century right and i've never been a master p hater i like a lot of his shit even though master p is not the most lyrical nigga on the planet i liked fucking ice cream man that's a classic i like um true to the game i like true to the game part two i like the last dawn i bought that shit with my fucking allowance money my mom's gave me I like the ice cream man i think i already said that one but you know what i'm saying say it again i like ghetto dope um I like some records from Mr. Servo, even though he was garbage. I didn't like Kane and Abel. They were mud. I loved all Mystical's, his whole goddamn catalog. I didn't really like Mia X, but you know what I'm saying? I rock with her. Uh, I didn't like See Murder, but I did fuck with uh, Fuck the Mother Niggas, right? The record that got him incarcerated. Uh, what else? I didn't fuck with Fiend. I didn't fuck with Magic. Uh, I think that's pretty much all the niggas that was on the roster. Right, but like I said, I supported majority of them niggas. Uh, they can rap, 
They they might have been like simple niggas, but like they was dropping like cold game. The niggas I said I didn't like, they were super like whack. Um, everybody that I said I did like, they were decent. Mr. Cole on a scale to like five stars, that nigga's a good four star MC. Uh, fuck what you heard. Um, I did not like Silk the Shocker. I mean, I did, but it was because he was funny. Not because the nigga could rap. Um, but in any event, I never was a Master P or a No Limit hater. When Master P dropped, make him say, um, I was 15, saying, uh, I fuck with that shit. Now, even at 15, I could recognize that, you know what I'm saying, a lot of this shit was like tacky, right? From the No Limit suits or the fatigues and shit to down to his logo was fucking cheesy. But I rock with him anyways because that nigga was the truth. Any nigga that actually hustles tapes out the back of his trunk, yo, I'm gonna support that nigga, man. Like, I'm rocking with you. Going out there and accosting the public and making coin, like, that right there takes a lot of motherfucking determination because selling shit to people on the streets is not easy. It's not. Motherfuckers don't want to buy a shirt, a tape, no shoes. If A in a store, they ain't fucking with it. Even online is a hard sale. So to actually sell tapes out the back of your trunk and flip that shit like dope, my nigga, I salute. I got nothing bad. I've never actually ever has anything bad to say about Master P. And this only furthers the positive shit to say about P. Plus, I've never really been a hater on black people just cause. Like, if I hate some shit you do as a black person, it's not because you black. It's because it's probably stupid. Like, I can honestly say and admit that Masterpiece marketing visually needs a little work. However, the, the, the execution of it is immaculate. Like, nigga, you can sell chips. Nigga can sell water to a well. Now, don't get me wrong. The bottle may not be packaged very uh, refinely. Uh, I don't think that's a word, but the, the bottle may not be designed beautifully, but niggas is still going to drink the water. Hell, the well might even look like a crud hole, but yo, it's going to get sold, my nigga. Like, I don't know what magic this nigga does. And if Master P had any tips for me, which I know he does, and I was ever to meet him in person, I would have a hundred motherfucking questions and I would shut up and listen because I want to get paid like P. So... I hope I run into Master P. This has just been my um, episode on black businesses. Using Master P as a reference point. If you liked it, been informed, enlightened, educated, all that fly shit, that's what's up. Um, if you a motherfucker that's just a, a hater, like you don't like Master P music, so you don't like ma nothing about Master P, uh, and you just a motherfucker hater, man, fuck your mother. Yo, what up? I'm not only a podcaster, I'm also an author. A first work, it's not so much new no more, called Black Devil Blue Eyes. Available on Amazon. Right now you can get that shit for like, be anywhere between $9.99 and $13.99. Get it? It's a good read. You're not going to regret it. Plus, it'll give you something to do, right? When you're sitting around the house, instead of playing a fucking video game, right? If you're over the age of 25, read your book. Be entertained, right? And also, on top of all that, it gives uh, the opportunity for another black author to marinate within the literacy uh, community. And you can tell your friends, and maybe they'll like the shit, right? There's more works to come, but for the moment, 
That's the first work. I'm actually working on the second one. If you like that first one, you're going to love my second book. Again, the title was Black Devil Blue Eyes, available on Amazon. Get yours today.